Ash, can you hear me? What was your special order? You read it. I thought it was clear. What was it? Bring back life form. Priority one. All other priorities rescinded. There's a damn company. What about our lives, you son of a bitch? I repeat, all other priorities are ascended. How do we kill it, Ash? There's got to be a way of killing it. How? How do we do it? You can't. Bullshit. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Its structural perfection is matched only by its hostility. You admire it. I admire its purity. A survivor. And all clouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. Look, I don't. I've heard enough of this, and I'm asking you to pull the plug. Last word. What? I can't lie to you about your chances, but... You have my sympathies. All right, everybody, welcome to, finally, episode 15 of uh, Xenomorphing uh, a Hive Mind uh, podcast. I know it has been a while. Thank you for waiting. It's been kind of crazy uh, over here and we finally got uh, ourselves together we have with us as always ryan say what's up ryan what's up go giants <laughs> <laughs> and officially latest and newest member of uh of xenomorphing say what's up what's up <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us Devin. it's good to have an uh, have another voice oh absolutely glad to be here Yes, Again. yes. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. Liked you so much. Now we can't get rid of you. Yeah, that's my effect. <laughs> so it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode will be a little little overview about what's going on in the alien worlds to catch up and bullshit about the latest goings on. So we'll start with um I guess we'll start with the aliens fire team. So uh who's playing it? What do you think? Well, I, the last time I played it was a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. It's already started to get a bit uh, bit of a grind. Like, it's just, you, you go you go down the same corridors, even across 12 missions, and there's nothing really new there. So I'm like, I'm hoping they come out with the DLC, some new missions. It badly needs, like, it badly needs some, like, new maps, I think. To keep it fresh and interesting. Yeah. I mean, I played the shit out of it the first couple weeks. I mean, I was, you know, I was taking my time. Um, I was playing with some of the different classes. You know, I finished it on um, 
casual, which is even pretty challenging. Um, oh, yeah. I just working like the like the horde mode. I did a mix of stuff with the I did some stuff with the bots, other stuff I finished the games with. Um, I have to play with Patrick and uh, Mikel for a mission for a couple missions, which is really awesome. Um, like the game really shines when you're playing with with other people. I mean, it really does. Even I replayed some of the missions quite a few times and it was still fun. Like even just the other day, I hadn't played in a while. I'm like, you know what? Let me just put it off. I feel like shooting the shit out of some Xenos. And I did some mission with one of the new classes. It was the first mission on a uh, standard with a couple of bots. It was still fun, but um, I definitely agree. It needs, it desperately needs more content. I mean, there's only one, one horde mode, um, one horde stage, unless I didn't, cause I didn't finish it. I unlock it yet. If that's the case, I'm sorry. You know, the stages are great. The music's great. The sound is amazing, but it, it needs more. You know, I get why they priced it at, $40 for the standard because it's it's an ever evolving game. And listen, considering it's a it's a non big budget uh, publisher, it's not EA who did this or Ubisoft or uh, you know THQ. It's a it's a small group. Mm-hmm. And Cold Iron for the small group they have, it's a the game's amazing. This is the first time you they had aliens in the game, and it wasn't a fucking disgrace. Every time <laughs> they try to do a game that's like the Marines, it's like a curse. It sucks. It's it's glitchy or there's something missing for all its criticisms you feel like you're one of the colonial marines mm-hmm. so that alone is is well, i think i even said before it came out if i got hours of playing with my friends and co-oping with people it was worth the price of admission well worth it already like i got my money's worth but it needs more <laughs> yeah it needs more i mean like i love the levels where you're inside the the engineer citadel or whatever that is it's like this network of tunnels that you know they they lead to the the ship and then when you get into the ship like you're seeing more of that ship than you've ever seen ever like you get to see like a lot of the nooks and crannies of an engineer ship which i thought was really 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 cool and they put a lot of time into into designing it and like you said, the music is great. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little tired of playing with the AI bots. Um, yeah. They get kind of useless and that they're always going bypassing damage. Yeah. Bypassing damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get knocked I'm... down like chumps sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, cro- crossplay, I think, would help because there's like I have it on PlayStation and Xbox, but just the thought of kind of restarting my character on another platform is kind of um, frustrating, but I know I would just, if I could like play with you guys and cause so there's people on PC, you know, a bunch of our fellow community members who are having it on PC or Xbox, who I haven't really got a chance to play with yet. Cause I put so many hours in the PlayStation one. I'm like, I don't want to start my demolisher all over again. Right. You know, even if you could download your character, I don't know how that fuck would work. It's not my, you know, if you could even do that, but you know, yeah. if I could, play with people on pc xbox i know like aaron and um clara on pc and um like sean and connor on xbox it's like yeah (laughs) i would probably wouldn't mind playing some of these levels over and over again like all right you you two and now you two and now you two and now you two 
<laughs> yeah, I would have loved some cross play and play with oh. you guys, but uh, I was just, I, I'm a big, I mean, most of my playing is single player. I'm a PC Same. guy. Uh, and well, I'm not PC, but I'm single player. Right. And so for me, it was obviously just playing with the bots and it was fun, but you know, it's just, it's a game that's meant to be, I think, played with, you know, other alien fans. I get that. I just wish there was yeah. more of the, a little bit more to the single player aspect of it. And again, yeah, it just, it just needs more. I mean, it's way better than colonial Marines, but it still needs, uh, I think it just needs some additions. Uh, I was already, I, yeah, I was just disappointed early on when they said it wasn't going to enable cross play. Cause I think yeah. that's the way to go with, you know, linking, different players together, different systems. I mean, no. I played Sea of Thieves, Thieves a lot with some guys or some were, a lot of them were Xbox and I was PC and it worked out really well. And, you know, there's just, uh, there's a lot of benefits to cross play and maybe, <clears throat> maybe that they would have had to change a lot with the, the engine or some of the game design to, to do that, to enable that. So I don't know if that one. Yeah. Have... I don't know why it's not there, but um. <laughs> That would erase. I'm sure they have a legit reason, but it definitely it definitely hurts, especially considering the for right now at least the <clears throat> the limited scope. But right, it's, yeah, it's fun as shit, man. Mm-hmm. It really is the the like you said, Devin. The 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 level design is what a labor of love. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite parts of anything alien are are the hives. And when I got into the stages with the hives, man, I had a I had a nerdgasm. I mean, they're with such with such detail, and um, it's. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm sitting over. I'm t- trying to take my time, which you can't really do in this game. But uh, it's the stage design is wonderful. Like you could tell these are made by people who give a shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, you know, and some of the you know, it's definitely challenging. <laughs> it's, uh, the end i think it's stage two or the the last mission is difficult with all those freaking um uh, uh androids like the 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 flame the flamethrower androids or the synthetics are a pain in the ass um and those i love when they blow up though it is it's so satisfying <laughs> they, go, they freak out like <laughs> and um uh patrick green he made a good um was it him or I don't know? I've lost track how many people I played it with, but this is one of the first games I can remember playing with when you're using the smart gun and you actually hear the the ammo as it's going down. You hear the sound lower. It's a great, great, just tiny little details like that. Oh, the clicking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you I... hear the 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 whirring go down a little bit. The flamethrower is crazy satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it's super intense. I mean, geez, it, it, the it, flood of. Yeah. coming at you and from all sides yeah. i kind of wish it was first person's perspective i think that would have made it right. even even scarier oh, yeah uh, yeah. yeah i think that the bots need a little tweaking for the for the solo gamers um uh, for the fuck's sake let us pause the goddamn game oh man <laughs> oh, right. yeah. oh my god Do this. <laughs> yeah I, I want to i want to like go <laughs> grab dinner one time and i was like oh it's the menu screen it'll be fine and I, I, I grab my food and I come back and all of a sudden I'm hearing bypassing damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? 
dead. I was down like three yeah. times and they revived me until I was dead. But yeah. <laughs> It, it is merciless in that respect. Yeah. You can't even, you, you explore, and they always send like two, three aliens after you. It's like, yo, could you let me look for these hidden caches or the or the the, the, the tapes? It's like, come on. Give me, <laughs> give me moments. Come on. And I got to say, I, I did love, uh, you know, because I read the Infiltrator novel, and um, it was really neat oh, kind cool. of playing it. And then, and then when he goes, it's Monica. I'm like, oh shit! It's Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, the the novel, even though at some points it definitely, um, you know, it had it meandered a bit, but it, it made the game so much more enjoyable, and yeah. that alone is um, is worth it. Like, even though some I got bored at some parts of it, like I enjoyed the game. I would say more than maybe some people because i was like oh yeah the creature from the book like oh yeah i know hanukkah oh i know the story and it was able to bring me (laughs) to the world a little bit more (laughs) yeah yeah but you know overall yeah like what i did i did feel like i i got my money's worth oh yeah i I thought asking 69.99 for a bunch of cosmetic stuff was uh over the top Mm. Uh, i was not gonna not gonna spend that much money for decals hats and stuff, you know it's the way but, there's, no, uh, there's yeah. no dlcs right with any like side missions or side not stories yet. not yet not okay. yet uh, they the See, last yeah. major update was a class was the yeah phalanx phalanx yeah. i'm a sucker ready to anything aliens a video game i always buy the deluxe edition i'm like give me <laughs> and i was glad i did because like one of the additions they um when some of the cosmetics are, it's all Wayland Utani themed stuff, which I'm a sucker for. So all my classes are little customized with some sort of Wayland commander, Wayland Utani theme. Um, one of the hats is like one of the um, the lander hats from Alien Covenant. So I gave that to like my medic guy. Like little touches like that, it's dumb, but it makes the game so much cooler. It's like, oh, I'm wearing a hat from Covenant. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. Yeah. It's you know, it, it makes it seem just a little bit a little bit cooler. And one of the classes. Um, has the pups from Prometheus? Like you, you, you. Oh um, yeah, you activate them and it scans everything. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like when you can have a game built on license and you can geek out to stuff you've seen in the movies or the books. And I, I mean, that's how many games actually do that? Yeah, you know, at least in you know, long game. I remember that that gives you that type of feeling of the fucking the spider-man games on playstation which are orgasmically good <laughs> <laughs> when you use the pups do you still get lost when you're trying to find out, <laughs> <to get> out? <laughs> it's funny i was watching that on the way to um on the way to comic-con and i'm just sitting there left because i fucking love that movie but i left every time you're sitting there it's like, no when he gets lost, he's like, I'm here for rocks. I'm like, bro, look, look to your left. <laughs> look to your right. Look up. Look down. You're surrounded by rocks. Yeah. <laughs> What's your problem? Just go, yeah. hey, I'm, this shit freaks me out. All right, I get it. I'm going to go take some rock samples. Go. <laughs> well, you know, another right there. You know, sidebar on that, you know, it's like in the original Alien, you know, when uh, Parker was he's all throwing a fit because they're like, well, we have to investigate the signal. And Ash is like, well, you get no money. 
if you don't do it. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 we're going in, right? <laughs> but Byfield, you know, he's under contract just like any other company employee. They should yeah. be like, don't get money, asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I never, I never even thought of that. <laughs> yeah, but overall, man, um, I'm happy with Fire Team despite mm-hmm. needing more. Like I said, for 40 bucks on the team at development and to you know legit geek out when you see certain things though i i think they should add a mode where herrera would just be quiet just a little bit oh herrera because the game has so the sound design is excellent Mm -hmm. and she talks over so much of it oh yeah music and sound and ambiance just (laughs) yeah i just thought herrera just like you know she keeps bossing everyone around the game she's like you need to get to the yeah. point I'm like you fuck you you know like <laughs> look at we're swamped with aliens oh, god <laughs> it's like uh like like a fifth element like chris tucker's character just let me <laughs> fucking things and let me enjoy the music and the sound you know come on yeah, yeah right I, I, yeah going connor in here uh connor and sean uh, it's gonna be fun to, yeah, to yeah, really, yeah really pick the game apart yeah yeah they definitely um oh yeah always i'm gonna mix who is in those uh episodes i liked keeping it four but somebody might we might do five mm-hmm. my ocd likes having four is the perfect you know round table amount but whatever yeah Rule, rules are meant to be broken in or whatever so <laughs> But yeah, overall, man, um, Fireteam is worth the money. If anyone hasn't picked it up yet, I know on Xbox, they just, if you're a gold member, they discounted it to upgrade to the deluxe version. Even if you get the basics for 40 bucks, even if you just play with the fucking box, it's a goddamn, it's an absolute blast. It's satis- The whole game is very satisfying. I give it eight severed hands up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Google certified. Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. <laughs> the almighty Google certification definitely goes to Aliens Fire Team. <laughs> but we're going to do a whole episode. We'll do a, a deep dive on that, as, uh, as they say in the professional world of podcasting, uh, which we make believe we are. So we're well, looking forward to that, especially now that it's been out and there's more time to break it down. Uh, but another release is um, another Alien 3 novelization which I unfortunately haven't really had a chance to get a hand on, but um, I'll hand this one over to Devin. You could uh, take it away for this. All right. Uh, so, you know, the, the fun about Alien 3 is it's had a lot of adaptations, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. There's a comic book, there's an audio drama, there's a novel. It's like, why don't they just make the damn thing into a movie? <laughs> <laughs> why don't they make an animated movie? But uh, yeah, this, the book... It's based on the first draft screenplay that William Gibson did. I think he did, I think he did two, maybe three drafts before he left because he's like, we're going nowhere. But the first, the first draft was notable for kind of having some some parts that were a bit, you know, what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, case in point, you know when. Uh, the when Sulaco is brought into the anchor point, uh, when they when they find Newt and you know Hicks and Ripley's sleep capsules, these full-grown xenomorphs just 
kind of come out of nowhere and start killing some Marines off. And in fact, I think Marines were uh, specific to the first draft. I don't believe they were in the following draft, at least not in the comic. In the comic, it was they were mostly just uh, biologists and mm-hmm. uh, you know stuff like that. But there are Marines in this one. And I, I, I think part of what got taken out of the first draft was because the studio was like, maybe this is, we're, we're, we're wanting to get away from aliens a little bit. Let's not go too much into aliens territory. But mm-hmm. it, it's a well-written book um, so far. Uh, Pat Cadigan, or Cadigan, who I guess is a very close uh, friend of William Gibson. So uh, it's safe to assume that he gave his blessing to this. Mm-hmm. And it's it's an interesting way of uh, novelizing uh, this because it's not really cinematic in the sense that the writer's just describing one thing that happens after another. There's a lot of commentary, a lot of passages where you know there's a lot of commentary on the world of Alien and the background of the, the Union of Progressive Peoples, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of there are a lot of passages where they're like, yeah capitalist way and those capitalist dogs and you know, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> but you know it's i guess it's trying to kind of paint the picture that that uh Waylon yutani and the upp are not on good terms uh, i haven't really made it halfway through the book yet since i picked it up yesterday but i'd say it's very well worth picking up so you can put it right next to ellen dean foster's mm. all right you know, because you can read one novelization where Ripley made it and Hicks didn't. And then there's another one where Hicks and Newt are alive and Ripley's just kind of out of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> She's not really in it. She, in fact, I think she was featured more in the, like, the comic book version. And this one, she's just kind of knocked out. She's mm-hmm. in coma the whole time. Because at the time, they just didn't know if Sigourney Weaver wanted to come back. Yeah. In fact, at the time, I don't think she did. And that was much later when they you know, <clears throat> got her in there. And then they mm-hmm. started working Ripley back into their drafts, starting with the Vincent Ward version. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought I remembered reading that streak. And she was, um, she was in a coma for that whole, uh, that whole story. Yeah. Because the, the comic was cool, but it's it's like there's only so much you could do in the comic to mm-hmm. to get the the feel. The, I think the novel, from what you're saying, seems like it's a it's a better experience, you know, to get the. It's more immersive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with so much uh, with detail, but I'm I'm glad it seems like it's worth it. I forgot all about its release. I got to pick that up. Yeah. There's an audio drama of it on Audible that you can listen to as well. I thought it was pretty well done. And they brought back Lance Henriksen and Michael B really? for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I'll it's get good. it just for that. Yeah. It's only, All it's right. like two hours long, but it's. Oh, that's fine. It's uh, most audio dramas um, probably double that. But this one, it, yeah, it, you know, it just followed perfect. the script. Uh, <clears> and it was yeah it was really really well done but you know like devin said there's problems with this this story i think the audio drama is based on the second draft which is a little bit better fleshed out and corrects some of the some of the issues but 
it's I think actually Ridley Scott and the writers for Prometheus and Alien uh, Alien Covenant incorporated the Xenos uh, as an infection kind of thing uh, for those films. I think that was one of the carryovers from from that script mm-hmm. uh, for the for the later films for the prequels. So, and I thought that was pretty interesting. How you know you get infected by by this virus, almost like you know from like the movie The Thing, and and you sort of trans and you eventually just transform into a Xeno hybrid type of thing. And there's actually a cutscene from Prometheus that it was Fifield when he became mutated. And the cutscene uh, was showing him <clears throat> becoming, basically morphing into a Xeno-like creature, whereas you know in the in the direct in the theatrical release he just got you know zombie five field with a large head, <laughs> which is uh, which was not very Google, not Google yeah <laughs> yeah, but uh, I thought field on the other hand <laughs> yeah yeah so. It's so there was some things from it that I thought were interesting. And again, the audio drama is well done, but uh, yeah, I can see why they, they moved past it. (laughs) Yeah. I, it's good. The book. Yeah. What I want is the, the the Vincent Ward adaptation. I mean, that's the most crazy different of all Mm -hmm. the versions where the the versions of alien three or, you know, they're cool, you know, because they haven't been, released and there's so many versions of it so we're kind of getting the, the history of it but they're all you know they're not they're almost like wacky versions of aliens there's nothing too like they're cool but whereas this vincent ward with the wooden planet and the monks there ain't shit like that <laughs> yeah i know i would love to see that in a comic book form or uh or um or at least the completely written novel or a graphic novel or animated yeah. movie because that at least has some visual differences and it's it's unlike anything else mm-hmm. so let's get that i mean yeah. <clears throat> these two yeah. alien three scripts are cool but they're so similar that the vincent ward one is completely unique. yeah that was <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the the behind the scenes <clears throat> featurette for alien three which is just great and especially the one where they added back in the scenes where people were more critical of 20th century Fox. Yeah. At first it was edited. So that cut out a lot of that stuff, but the uncut version is, is fantastic. And just my, one of my favorite parts is just Vincent Ward basically telling his whole story and they're showing like storyboards of the different scenes and he just flushes it out. And I was like, just so uh, engrossed in what, like the story. I was like, wow, this is just so fascinating. And it would have been really, really cool to see that on screen. But now we have, I mean, we have so many different mediums that it could be done with. And I'm yeah. sure, I, I'm, I think we'll see that at some point. I mean, if they're going to yeah, do, so too. you know, if they're doing ad- adaptations of William Gibson's script, then I, I don't see why they wouldn't do yeah. uh, Vincent Ward's at some point. And they should. Yeah. 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 It was very inventive. Incredibly mm-hmm. inventive. Like, you know, because he said his initial inspiration for that movie was seeing some kind of, uh, he, he was looking through some medieval book and mm-hmm. image, like an old wood carving sort of image of a, a demon being 
driven out of someone's mouth into you know like pulling the devil out and he's like oh he's like oh there's something here so that's yeah. why like the the end you know the what, what's his name um was a brother john or something he he, hmm. he was sort of like the clemens character but right he's like right punching, he's punching ripley's rib cage like trying to get the chest burster out and it's like oh, wow he, yeah, and he he actually has the chest burster come out of her mouth, and it goes into his mouth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, And I was like, haven't seen that in Alien story before. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a viral video? Two guys, one chest burster. Oh no, something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, got my. That's, a, that's got on my, my OnlyFans. <laughs> Subscribe to my only Zenos. Yeah. 426 a month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that would be um like you said, Ryan. Hopefully, hopefully they get to it. And of course, I have to say this anytime we talk about adaptations, I have to do my um my uh my wants and uh and need and wine. The uh the John Spates Prometheus script, please, Marvel Disney, yes. please please for my own selfish request i don't care what format it is yeah book comic audio drama please it's that would be awesome i still haven't so cool yeah i still haven't read it but just it being like a more direct prequel i think would be really interesting to see yeah how spates wrote that yeah um it'd be cool to see in some sort of Mm -hmm. format yeah yeah, it, it gets, you know, I, I love that screenplay. Um, it's, uh, you know, it gets a little busy towards the end. Like, it gets, goes a little over the top, but I think if they held on to, like, 90% of what mm-hmm. was in the script, I feel like, you know, people would have been very satisfied with, yeah. with the end result. Right, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... It's not without its flaws, the the spate script, but I think on the whole, because it was made as a one shot, and it did, for the most part, a decent mix of the alien elements with the creation stuff, and then having a a solid end to it. It maybe would have been received better. I don't know. I could just be being biased because I like that script so much. But uh, <laughs> it's not perfect, but it's um, it's very it's satisfying for for what it is before they. <clears throat> branched off um which i'm still fine with i just wish they would have continued the prometheus story but that's another rant for another time but, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. A whole other, because the, the world building prometheus is it's phenomenal whether it was the space version or what we got and it's mm-hmm. a shame we didn't get more of it but uh to segue yeah. into other world building see what i did there nice. let's go to um the the marble comics uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's good thank you thank you thank you wow. um, i'm gonna add a little sound effect in there for that's you right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i know ron you didn't you said Devin, you read the comics right mm-hmm. what'd you think of them well um having finished the first arc pretty solid i understand that they're unlike dark horse they're sort of trying to stick more closely with the cinematic angle of it 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 moves like 
it moves like a movie or a, a TV show. So the issues, they, they blow by pretty fast. The, I, I, I can't say I was like thrilled with the first arc, but I respect what they're, what they're trying to do. Obviously, you know, they have a writer on it who respects and, uh, you know, loves the Alien series. That's always important. I know he's got some ideas up his sleeve which we're kind of starting to see unravel with uh, the second story arc. But uh, overall, I, I think, I think it, it, it stands a chance of being a really good Alien series. It's kind of like the Star Wars comics for Marvel in the sense that it's, it's not going to be like Dark Horse. It's not going to, I can't see it really breaking new ground or really going to wild places. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, if you're really into the movies and you want something that feels like a movie, like a, a continuation of it, I feel like this comic series gets it better than any other title really has. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, um, I definitely overall, I got, I got enjoyment out of it. And it was the whole big controversy with um our work which was <clears throat> it was well deserved because as for what shrinks the story had it was it was overshadowed by um by the suboptimal artwork well the controversial artwork will will say though it's got better as the issues went and um what i did like was they at least were trying they were kind of trying new stuff you know with the you know with the alpha and it did have that big movie feel which i liked and what I like too is there. It seems like the Alien universe is at the point where they're taking what worked in the prequels, story-wise, with the the pathogen and the mutations, or they're bringing that into the into the comics, which is nice, you know. And it works story, you know, it works story-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's like what people need to remember too is this is this is their first shot at the aliens, so they're figuring it out. You know, it's mm-hmm. no excuse for the the artwork but um i think it was a good start i picked up the second arc i haven't read it yet but i was at comic-con i actually got to see a panel with um philip kennedy kennedy johnson who is the, the author of these which was cool because i'd never really got a chance to go to these comic book panels and when i saw it, he was in it and i had to i had to check it out he was very good i didn't know he did the superman comics too he had a pretty good view on a uh, superman or at least from from his which which was uh interesting like for him with Superman, because I know you're going to ask what is his view. Um, <laughs> he sees him as the, you know, the best version of all of us, like the Henry Cavill Superman, the one that kind of doubts himself to him, though he likes his performance. That's not Superman. Yeah. To him, the Superman is, he's supposed to be us, you know, the best version of us, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Boy Scout, the, oh, that, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And um, he mentioned, in this next arc, he speaking of the Vincent Ward script, he took he took some elements from it with the um, with the fields and the, and the architecture. So I'm looking forward to checking that out because um, it's nice at least to see that, that even that these scripts are still having an effect all these years later. Uh, did you read the latest comic yet, Devin? Yeah, I, I read it once. Um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Alchemy a little bit. Okay. Oh wow, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alchemy was an old Dark Horse comic. Wow. 
uh, yeah, by Corbin. And it was, um, you know, the funny thing was that also had some similarities to the Vince Award too. It was, um, there was like a religious cast that sort of presided over this, you know, earthbound society. Mm-hmm. Um, not earth, but they were on, you know, they're on a planet, an earth-like planet. And the, the aliens somehow get down there and they wreak havoc. And there's a lot of, you know, the, the religious dogma. Oh, this is, you know, the devil coming to oh, yeah. reap what he, reap, for us to reap what we sow. And uh, this, this new version, it's, it's not exactly like that, but I got those vibes from mm-hmm. all right, all right. the tight-knit community a rural kind of tight-knit community uh that isn't prepared for what's about to come mm. so <laughs> i forgot all about that story dark horse had some little gems in there <laughs> yeah yeah i love the way dark horse approached it the, nothing was too crazy yeah that's you know in the, in the comics you might as fucking well experiment trying Try shit. I mean, yeah, it fails, right? it fails, whatever. Fuck around, fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's why I'm doing the whole cycle thing because I, I want to go yeah. back to that, you know, like, yeah. you know, be able to do like the kind of stories that I loved reading in mm-hmm. the Dark Horse comics. Like, well, what the hell? What can happen <laughs> now? What, what, what can you do with this? What can you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> like music yeah. of the spheres, you know, you got, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Musician, he's like, well, I need the aliens' eyes for my music, <laughs> for my art. So, you know, I remember I read that when I was, I guess, young ish or before my, uh, <clears throat> I guess, appreciation of for, I guess I could say before that appreciation of that stuff. You know, happened. I when I first heard music of Spears, I'm like, "What is this shit? <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> what the fuck?" And then I, when I reread it, I went older. I went, "Okay, this is cool. It's different. You appreciate, you know, the, the ninjas. The ninjas are a bit, a uh, bit like uh, strong. Like, yeah. Why are there fucking ninjas in here? <laughs> I guess the writer was like, "I fucking love ninjas. I want to write ninjas. I more power to that. I can." <laughs> respect that ninjas are awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, another um, announcement there is a new novel coming out april 12 2022 uh this is called alien colony war so i guess i'll read this off like a commercial Let's read off the synopsis mm-hmm. um political tensions boil over on earth spreading to the outer fringes of known spaces as the uk colony of new albion if i butchered that name i'm sorry breaks with the three world empire when an oil drilling facility on nearby lv-187 is destroyed its french colonists slaughtered the british are blamed military forces arrive from the independent core systems and combat erupts always excited for new alien book and this seems like it's also going to continue from the world building that alex white has done from um forge um cold forge and into uh Charibus. so that's awesome so um, yeah. obviously this is very little known about it, but I'm always any new novel, original, you know, novel idea, I'm gonna jump on. So I'm hyped to check it out. Well, but you know, the biggest aspect of that is you, I, I guess there you get to meet Amanda Ripley's husband. 
Oh. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't understand the name. His name is Chad. And uh, I'm like, Amanda married a Chad. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> what, was, what was his last name? Uh, McLaren. Oh, that's yeah, right. It's, um, Gosh, yeah. that's just a, that's a stupid yeah, not, name. <laughs> yeah. I don't usually. Uh, hey, I'm Chad McLaren. What's up, man? <laughs> sounds like a, like an 80s, an 80s buddy cop name or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like the boyfriend of the guy who owns the yacht and uh, has all the best times on the ski slope. <laughs> it's a gnar man with a sweater like wrapped around yeah. his neck like <laughs> the, ge- the generic jock from our fire 13th movie <laughs> he has a hockey mask man it's fine come on bro yeah. <laughs> as he gets an axe to the head yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, not um not great name choice, but that aside, uh, I can we're, gonna get, we're gonna get hate mail from Chad McLaren's that listen to the show now. Damn, you guys man. suck, man. <laughs> Our Chad viewership went down by 10 percent. But that aside, new book, Expanding Alice White Worlds. So, you know, sign me up. All right. <laughs> Speaking of expanding something, good old Ridley Scott. <laughs> Ridley, Ridley, Ridley. Reactions to these comments have been, uh, I guess, mixed, as Obi-Wan says, depending on your point of view. But for those that missed it, Ridley decided to come out and say, uh, yeah, that Alien TV show coming out, it's not going to be as good as the original or my movie. Thanks, Ridley. Captain Obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless if you're right or not, or your intentions, why would you, especially since your name is on executive producer, just why? Yeah. Why? It creates a necessary division. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean... (laughs) I feel like anything alien now, he's, he seems like he has to have a comment on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, it, like it's all his, you know, this, yeah. the this, this series, this franchise, it's really all about him or it's all due to him and his greatness and anything yeah. else that's coming out that it's not directly by his hand is, it's just going to be inferior. Yeah. And it's, it's just so frustrating. Like, Come on, man. It's oh, I think he was attached as an executive producer to the show too. And I'm like, hmm. It's like, just, it's like I I don't know if that's just by his name only or if they're even gonna keep that credit on there. I, I just don't get it, but I can't imagine Noah Hawley's too thrilled. Like just just shut up. Yeah. You 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 don't do any good like you said it, it's 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 come it's divisive you know we were aching for anything alien related especially the show yeah which most people are excited about <clears throat> except for the people bitching that it's a woke show which is completely false i'm not even gonna address that yeah <laughs> simple uh mindset. i think it's 
Yeah, I guess Holly said, oh, this show's about inequality. And then that just like people just blew up. Like, of oh course. my gosh. Shut oh, up. It's like, have, so you, have, you not, have you not watched anything alien ever? <laughs> I know. It's like all about these grunts and, you know, truckers in space who get screwed <laughs> over by this massive multi conglomerate <laughs> company. I mean, there's no messages in that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you know, the, and the thing about Noah Hawley is, you know, like, you know, for me, Fargo and Legion, that's, I don't even really need to even think about it. I already know it's going to be good. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy's mm-hmm. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he has this, uh, he looks at things differently, stylistically. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what this show is going to look like visually mm-hmm. and you know going back to ridley scott he obviously he's one of those guys he'll be working on something like a totally different project and every time he sits down to do an interview someone always brings up alien yeah and he ends up talking in circles mm-hmm. like you never really know what the hell he's talking about <laughs> he keeps kind of like he says well, you know, um, that's a process. And, uh, you know, the alien back in 1979 was considered. <laughs> and like, he, he goes on, he goes, well, you need to really make the alien more threatening. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, really, now you're, you're just kind of like babbling at this point. You just give us something new or just say it's going or it's not or what. Uh, yeah. He needs to like kind of needs to just kind of accept the fact that you know the his last movie wasn't very successful and and everyone it goes without saying that the that the original movie is great and it's not really Noah Hawley's job to do a show no. better than the first movie. No, and that, can you imagine if James Cameron James Cameron came out and said. Yeah, no, your show is not going to be as good as Aliens. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a that that was groundbreaking stuff. You can't make lightning strike twice, but you no. can strike in other places, and that's yeah. the beauty of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Well said. It like for all the bickering people do, the stupid infighting with Alien and Aliens fans. They're two. Once in a lifetime movies. I mean, how mm-hmm. many movies could have a groundbreaking first movie and <laughs> a groundbreaking sequel? Yeah. Both movies, as we just everyone is, they're two of the most copied movies of all time, are back to back in the same franchise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, that's never done. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. They're still Roman so. Friday the Thirteenth didn't have that. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. I you know it's like other franchises have had runs of great movies, but nothing that was genre defining and changing. I mean, two of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> they still have a huge impact on just pop yeah. culture and yeah. society. I mean, everybody knows yeah. those movies, right, even now- if they never seen them, they just know about the some of the scene they know about yeah. Gorney Weaver and the yep. Xenos and it's like yep. 
they're iconic, but I don't, I don't think Noah Hawley should, and I don't think he will try to like replicate those. I think is, I think he should do what James Cameron did when he took over aliens. He's like, I'm not going to make alien again, alien two. I'm going to make my own thing and just do something different because why, you know, it's, it's pointless to try and repeat it. So I think what Holly's, I think Holly's going to do something unique and different. And I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And so. Because with uh, Fargo, you know, he's done, I believe four seasons of Fargo so far. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, well, how can you take Fargo, the movie, and make it into a show? Well, his mindset was a lot of weird shit happens in Fargo over mm-hmm. a huge stretch of time. Mm-hmm. So he ended up creating this this little universe. And it just, all these different things, they're equally messed up. They're in the vein of the movie. Mm-hmm. The the feel of the movie is still there, but it has none of the characters. It, it, it's it it's still very much Fargo, but he's putting his own ideas into it. I feel like he's going to do that with Alien because mm-hmm. the universe is big enough for him to just focus on whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where I think it's going to be interesting when the show comes out because I know there are going to be fans that will not respond well to it oh yeah i feel like it's it's gonna be too different for some fans and they may not really like that and they're like oh this 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 shouldn't be happening this shouldn't be happening yeah that's the only hurdle i can really see happening but yeah i i i think i think it'll be unique and that's yeah the most you can ask for in an alien related idea Mm -hmm. yeah it's time to do something new and i think it's time to expand the universe because there's so much to explore and i think that's what now that disney's in control of it i think that's what they want to do i mean i think i read that they want to make kind of a alien cinematic type of universe and i'm sure it's really in the early stages but i'm sure i think they have big plans for it and i think it probably the holly series is a jumping off point for that yeah i hope yeah like you're saying the alien, the alien universe it's huge mm-hmm. there's there's stop confining it to just this one story mm-hmm. like for all prometheus failings it completely opened up a different part of the world before it covered and argu- arguably shrunk it back <laughs> to just the xenos and and what we know it's mm-hmm. there's so much shit you could touch on like Devin, if you said he if holly could create a whole world over one fucking movie and get four seasons out of it he's got a whole fucking playground now oh <laughs> yeah yep absolutely <laughs> and the same with legion you know with legion that's x-men and he was able to take a bunch of characters that no one knew anything about you know, outside of like the, you know, the movies and everything like right. that watched the movie, they didn't know what they were sitting down to watch. They didn't know if it was going to be X-Men or not. But at the very end, it it feels like the best of X-Men. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. he, he ended I've never up, watched either. Oh, man, you need to check out Legion that he ends up telling a very layered, a very densely layered story mm-hmm. that 
has it's so weird and it it has so many like mind-blowing uh sequences and ideas i can't wait to see him apply that to aliens i know he will and yeah. you know thank god in a way the only instance in which i'll say thank god disney bought 20th century fox <laughs> is <laughs> at the time noah holly wanted to do an alien show before the merger and fox said no they said hmm. you're not hmm. we don't want to do a show and that's why i got really excited when they announced uh, the show last year yeah i was like oh it's back on yeah they they, <laughs> they gave it to him after all mm -hmm. so i'm very excited about it yeah oh, i didn't know that yeah it's um i'm ready <laughs> yeah i'm ready I'm a little bummed it's not coming out till 2023, apparently, but I guess he's still writing it. So, but, you know, I think I, I hope they give him enough time to really get this right. And I think they will. I think and I'm glad that Disney took control and said, yeah, let's do this. And kind of over now they kind of overrule 20th, well, 20th century studios now. And so yeah, I, I'm excited for it, and unfortunately, yeah, I haven't watched the shows. I want to check out Legion because I'm a I, I'm a I like Dan Stevens. I think he's a great actor. So, but but yeah, so I'm I yeah I have high hopes for it, and you know I don't I don't care. I think Ridley Scott just needs to shut his mouth, <laughs> or the media, the people just need to stop writing what he says. Like just yeah. <laughs> <you know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all it does is rile up the same discussions over and yeah. over. You have, I mean, you have people at least getting slowly behind. Those that read the comics are, are getting behind it now as it mm -hmm. went. There's less bitching about that. People are excited for the show. You know, a little bit let down and whenever it was going to, now it's going to be, you know, not next year. And then you have this. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's like, regardless if you're right or not, you don't need to say anything. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. So for, all, for all we know, Ridley, he may not even have a clue that what he's saying, like off, like an off-the-cuff thing, that it's being published and disseminated across all of fandom. He probably has no <laughs> idea. He's probably oh, just like, not. oh, I just said that kind of like, you know, <laughs> off the cuff. And yeah, yeah. now it's a big hot button yeah. know, talking point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, just no need. No, no need. He's okay. already got kind of a competing show in a way in Raised by Wolves. It has so many so many almost connections to the alien yeah. franchise it's <laughs> like you know there's just so i mean for anyone that's watched it you know you know what i'm talking about it's just yeah. so many things in it that's like like he ki kind of like alien but just a little bit different and <laughs> and Shows it's a just, hot mess it is yeah i liked the first couple episodes i was like yeah. oh, this is kind of interesting i'll, I'll yeah. give it and then it just kept going down that last episode. I was like, what yeah. is this? <laughs> and his, and his, his AI, it's, I think I was talking about it with uh, with Jamie Prater or maybe in a couple of years. I forgot who is. 
is AI. They're no longer, you know, AI fighting with or trying to be um, human. They're just AI that act human. They're not even mm-hmm. interesting anymore. Yeah. There's, there's no depth or, or care behind them or, you know, that make you want to wonder, oh, hey, why is this model doing this or what's behind? It's just... Mm-hmm. They're just robotic humans. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. None, it's not like they have layers like uh, K does or uh, uh, it's David. It's just, I mean, or David, even. Yeah. The, David is 100 times, and Walter even is a mm-hmm. better character than anything in that show. It's, yeah. they're at least AI that's trying to figure out who they are, or, you mm-hmm. know, what their purpose is. This is just, all right, we're human robots. Okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, this isn't what I watch an AI story for. <laughs> yeah, you know, a robot that wants to have a baby and gets pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's way more interesting that you have a malfunctioning Ash that rolls up a porn magazine and tries to shove it in Ripley's mouth as a, you know, as an expression of him having some kind of like trying to express sexual desire when he wasn't programmed with it yeah and i think like wow that's really interesting like really layered and ian home was just awesome like and the whole scene there, there's so much like so much going on that's really fascinating to me with robots but yeah just having robots just basically you know or pinocchio i mean and yeah you know it's yeah. uh and it's i don't know just it just loses a lot of it for me and i usually love ai uh, yeah me too i'm any ai story yeah like even also like i uh, i'll flip through prime or netflix i'll see mm-hmm. some robot ai story i hadn't seen before oh it's got decent ratings yeah. on imdb Boop, hit play <laughs> right yeah yeah uh, there was this one i saw it was with um antonio banderas and the shit was actually oh, good i never yeah, shit was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Fuck, yeah. I've never heard of this. this yeah, was Javier Bardem was one of the robots. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, and I saw yeah. like the ratings were decent on IMDb and then on uh, Prime. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm bored. I'm sure it <laughs> sucks. You know, I do the thing where you kind of play with your phone or you, mm-hmm. or search where you're, or you're on your tablet or whatever. For the first little, all right, whatever. This is, okay. Then you keep, you stop. All right. And you start putting the phone down oh this is actually good All right. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that was like uh the infinity chamber that's like a small movie that yeah that was good that yes. was really good you told me about mm-hmm. that one yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Was good. it wasn't a robot but it was an ai and it's just yeah. really fascinating it was really good. I was yeah hooked. yeah i was hooked i was hooked mm-hmm. yeah so i'll get stuff out there but yes you actually gave me a good idea all right um so i guess Everyone good for this episode? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to do something new at the end of the episode. Talking about these movies gave me an idea. We could, we're going to recommend one sci-fi or horror movie. Something you saw on Netflix. Something, you know, lesser okay. known-ish. Mm-hmm. So I'll go. Should I go first? Actually, no. I'll still think. All right. Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Devin go. I'm All sure right. he's got one. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, like a, a movie from Netflix or or streaming? any any anything anything in general from any streaming service or. Uh, oh, sure. um, I mean something, uh, something you know. I mean the the last 
couple of things I watched was uh, was just on Shutter. It was mm. the In Search of Darkness. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, oh, the yeah. documentary. Documentary. Yeah, that's good. I, mm-hmm. Like I wish they make a third one, but they're <laughs> they're doing uh, In Search of Tomorrow right now. So the sci-fi right. one. Yeah, I followed them at uh, the eighty sci-fi doc. That one, I think it'll be really interesting. But I think they are trying to working on a third uh, In Search of Darkness. I even saw that they were hiring for a uh, a composer to write some music and I link and I sent uh, Patrick Green a, a link for it. Oh, so nice. hopefully yeah, <laughs> perfect for that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I was going to say there's, well, I got two of them, two a 24 mm. films. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of a 24 films for the most part. Uh, but one is the hole in the ground, which is an Irish film. And it's based on an Irish folk, folk folklore. And, and I think that's on, on the ground. I want to say that's on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Amazon Prime. And the other one is Saint Maud. And that one was really interesting. And it's yeah, just really right up until the very end. And the look like the very last scene is like your jaw just drops and it's pretty it's really uh a24 puts out some really good kind of psychological horror which i like way more than just like jump scares and things like that and so so yeah those are the two that come to mind right now right. i'll go uh, shutter also um it's called the cleansing hour it's mm-hmm. um, really cool the the synopsis is um, these guys have this show where they do exorcisms, which of course are fake, and then one ends up being real. Oh, and it ends up having a nice little little story changes as it goes. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely check it out. So that'll be my recommendation. And uh, I guess I'll do two also. Uh, Netflix, uh, I'm very hard on. They have a lot of shit. They have a lot of garbage on that platform. <laughs> um, uh, like when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. But um, uh, no one gets out of live on Netflix is awesome. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So no one gets out of live on Netflix and Cleansing Hour on Shutter. Excellent. I have added those. Yes, I just added my, two to my list. Yeah, <laughs> my, my increasing list. watch list. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making a dent in because every no, time ever. I'm like, should I watch a movie? <laughs> no, I'll play a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would have so many more movies or TV shows watched if I wasn't hopelessly addicted to MLB The Show and PlayStation. <laughs> my crush. Uh, I could do eight podcast episodes on that stupid oh, game. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I think that about uh, wraps it up for this one. That was, uh, that was felt good to record for the first time in two months. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah. But we did reach, um, I would be almost forgot if I, uh, you mention this, we reached 4,000 downloads on Podbean. So thank right. you, everybody. That's um, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the support. And hopefully we'll actually have a t-shirt coming out soon. We got mm-hmm. our boy Devin here is a uber talented order. Order. <laughs> uber talented <laughs> artist. <laughs> He's an order, apparently. <laughs> Feel free to edit that one, please. Ryan. He's from New York, uh, if you didn't if you tell. <laughs> order. <laughs> <laughs> you both can go fuck yourself. Right? <laughs> I mean that from the bottom of my heart. 
So hopefully we'll have a t-shirt going on eventually. Um, so uh, again, thank you for Devin for coming on uh, officially full time. And uh, oh, an honor. Check us on all our platforms: Twitter, Xenomorphing four two six, Facebook page, um, the Facebook group, um, on all streaming platforms. And um, anyone else? You guys? Anything I forgot? I think you covered it. Did I? Sure. Devin, do you have anything to, to plug? Any websites or anything you want people to check uh, out your work? Well, uh, I'm working on Cycle right now, which is um, my own little alien anthology. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm doing four 60-page comics and, you know, three parts each. They deal with nice. a different aspect of the life cycle, so... Right now, I'm I'm doing symbiosis, which is a chestburster centric story. But, ah, but yeah, be, awesome. But yeah, like I said, dark. It's like dark horse style. I'm just kind of I'm putting my own spin on stuff, and mm-hmm. it's getting, gonna get gonna be weird. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm writing and illustrating everything, so it takes a while to get it done. But the second yeah. part is gonna drop at the end of the month. So. Awesome. Nice, man. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, me Thanks, too. <laughs> and of course, always have to plug our uh, brothers and sisters and fandom. Be sure to check out Perfect Organism, ABP Galaxy, World of Tomorrow, Michael's World of Wolf. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Check everyone out. Everyone brings something different and awesome to the table, depending upon your interest in fandom. Something for everybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, as always, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful night. Stay frosty. Night. Night.